welcome back to the Star Wars University podcast, the podcast where we talk about Star Wars news, TV shows, movies, lore. We got it all here. Uh, it's been a while. It's been since about April since we put out an episode because Star Wars just kind of fell off the face of the planet for a little while. But we are back because The Mandalorian is back. Um, for those of you who have not been here before, my name is Chase. I'm Josh. That is my esteemed uh, co-host. Colleague. Colleague. Um, yeah, we, we, we took a break. Um, we said we were going to put out an episode yesterday. That fell through. We're back into our old habits where we say we're going to do something and we don't. <laughs> but that's okay because we're, we're, we're back and we're, we're alive and well, for those of you who are wondering. Um, usually we talk about a little bit of news or some upcoming Star Wars events or whatever. But today we are just focusing on the last three episodes of The Mandalorian. And I don't know when our next next episode is going to come out, but that is also going to be strictly The Mandalorian, unless we get some High Republic news or something out of the ordinary. But um, yeah, man, it's good to, be, good to be back. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Man, there, there were little like snippets of time back in the day, like a few months ago, where I was talking about how I would join the military, and I finally did, and I leave in January, so um, there will not be any podcast episodes from January to June at least, but we will definitely bring it back up when the because the High Republic starts in January. It does. So um, hopefully we remember to bring this back and we can start reading the books or watch whatever and get that going, but um, I'm excited to be back. I know Josh is too, um, but yeah, today we'll go ahead and get started. Uh the Mandalorian season two is already off to an awesome start. Um, what were your What were your thoughts on the first episode? Man, episode nine was crazy. The Marshal. Yeah, it was a crazy comeback. Did not expect to see any type of reference to Boba Fett that fast in season two. So there were a few characters that were rumored to be in this season. Boba Fett being one of them. Um, Tamura is that his name? Something Tamura, the the actor. Um, he was confirmed to reprise his role as Boba Fett eventually, but we didn't know it was going to be in this. And um, same with like Bo-Katan and uh, like Ahsoka and all the all these other characters. Sabine Wren. Um, oh yeah, but before we move forward anymore, um, there will be spoilers in this episode about every single one. If you haven't watched it yet, then. Uh, Turn the podcast off and listen to this in a little in a few days when you watch it. Um, yeah, there's been there's been a bunch of characters rumored, and we got it. We've we've seen and heard of three of the I guess five that were rumored. Um, at the end of episode one, which was great, they went up against a crate dragon, which was um, I I didn't realize this, but if you've seen A New Hope, which I hope most of you or all of you have, uh, when I think it's when C-3PO and R2 land on Tatooine. You see those bones in the background of that big worm-looking thing? That was, that's that, apparently a crate dragon. Really? Yes. That's did not know that. That's what I read somewhere. That was a crate dragon that was killed, I guess, years ago. Um, and this crate dragon is kind of like a reference to the, what, Old Republic? Yeah. Like, it was kind of like a ancient creature that lives on Tatooine. And uh, we got to see it in action, and they, they they did an awesome job with it in episode one. They got to go up against it and fight it and kill it and all that stuff. And um, 
just starting through the episode, uh, he's looking for other Mandalorians so he can finish his quest and take Baby Yoda or whatever this species is um, to the Jedi, the ancient, the ancient uh, force wielder, magic wizard. That's all. That's all they. That's all. All uh, him and I guess the Death Watch little plan they had knew about the Jedi is that they're ancient sorcerers. So yeah. They didn't really understand. Yeah. We the find Je- the we, Jedi like we do. I guess we find out in Episode Three that he does, he knows nothing about the Jedi. Yeah. Knows nothing about him. Not not where to find him. Who's alive? The Purge. That he knows nothing about him. Nope. Um. Well, we won't get there yet. Uh. We we get to. He, he's he, Moss Pelgo. Is that what? Yeah, Moss Pelgo was where they sent him, and it wasn't even. It was off the grid because it was like raided like years ago by the Empire or by miners or whatever. Yeah, it was in, it and, was in a mining town. Yeah, and, and it was off the grid, and he went to where it was supposed to be, and fortunately there was a little town there, and then they figure out something to go kill the crate dragon. But then uh, we're sitting there, and he he walks into that cantina. And asks if you if the bartender's ever seen anyone that looks like him, like a Mandalorian wearing this kind of armor. And he goes, um, "You mean the marshal?" And he's like, "This is Mandalorian. Does he look like me?" And he goes, "Well, you can ask him yourself." You turn around, Boba Fett. There's a dude in Boba Fett's armor. It looks like like great value brand Boba Fett. That's the funny part. Is yeah, like you can immediately tell it's not Boba Fett. Yeah, just the way he stands. He looks like a he looks like an old western like sheriff. Yeah, like but just the in way he Boba Fett's gear. Yeah, which makes me think: was he the one that um, in the episode of the Gunslinger in, in season one was was the marshal the one that walked up to the dead body of that woman or was that Boba Fett? You think? It sounded sure. like the little spurs like. When the Mandalorian walks, but I'm not entirely sure. Any, anyway, that's, that's irrelevant right now. But um, yeah, so we see we see that, and then he takes off his helmet. And Mandalorian gets all butt hurt, and he's like, "Where'd you get that armor?" And he was like, "I bought it from some Jawas." And he he was about to kill him for it because he doesn't. You shouldn't wear Mandalorian armor if you aren't a Mandalorian. Yeah. And um. And then they, lo and behold, comes a crate dragon. Yeah. Crate Dragon comes, and then they agree that if he helps kill the Crate Dragon, then he'll give him Boba Fett's armor. And um, yeah, that that happened. And then at the very end of the episode, he's riding away from the Crate Dragon corpse, you know, about to leave, and it, the the camera just kind of zooms out, and then you see a bald guy staring at the Mandalorian. Then he turns around, and it's Boba Fett. I dude, I don't think. I forgot how much I missed the feeling of seeing something like that. Like I was sitting in bed, and was it was like at night. I was freaking out. I was like, "Oh my god, that, there's no way this is happening right now." Boba Fett, like he's he's alive. Like he, he lived in the comet or the comics, but we had no like um, proof that he lived. It, like movie or TV show wise that was my knee jerk reaction too I was like oh, could that be could that be and he turned around as a bald I forget the guy actor's name Tamura something, or something Tamura I forget his name that, that played the voice well yeah the clones it was stuff. it was a bald it was, it was a balding him with like scars on his face mm-hmm. and I'm like oh no way and people were like oh it's Captain Rex and we're like no no, no. Captain Rex had a full on beard in Return of the Jedi and, and was Rebels, like yeah. yeah and was like on the verge of death so he's either dead or just we haven't we're not gonna see him. 
Um, but it was it was 100% Boba Fett, and um, I was hoping to see him in the, the, the following episode, but we ended up getting like a filler episode. Um, get some he has to take this frog to this like planet because that's the only place that she can raise her tadpole kids. Well, from Tatooine, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. And but of course he can't use they had zero, hyperdrive. They had zero explanation of why she was there and why yeah. her husband wasn't there. They're just like, oh yeah, take her here. You yeah. can't use hyperdrive. Yeah, can't use hyperdrive. So you just gotta go slow. And then he gets he runs into some uh, some Republic X wings. Dave Filoni makes another debut of uh, a pilot, and they're trying to like <coughs> get his ping or whatever like his. Credentials for being in that area. Well, yeah, technically, he was a, he was what's the word wanted because the episode where him and the other with crew, the with the, yeah when the prison the ship prisons yeah. yeah, and then uh, they're they're chasing him through space and then he tries to lose him in this planet that's all cloudy and icy and ends up crashing and then falling through the ice and his the razor crest is just co- like completely destroyed almost and and. Uh, there's just this big mishap with these spiders. They're they're called the Krikna, I guess. Um, if you don't recall, if you've seen Rebels, the, we've seen those spiders before. They were on uh, some like desert planet. It wasn't like a yeah. It was yeah. I remember. And then they ended up using the spiders against the Empire because yeah. the Empire was like trying so hard to chase after the Rebels because uh, Ezra could talk to them. Yep. So. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Baby Yoda was so hungry after trying to eat the uh, eggs of commit mass of, genocide. Yeah, the, <laughs> of the frogs' eggs. He was hungry, and so instead of eating the eggs, because Daddy Mando said no too many times, he went after a little, unbeknownst to him, a little hive of spiders and ate a, a fetal spider, and then lo and behold, the entire the hive whole of spiders are yeah, after the whole the whole hive of spiders. It's these little spiders, and then I don't know where the big the big one comes. It's like as big as the ship. It's, they made it look a lot bigger than it did in Rebels. I know. It's scarier. <laughs> well, most of the ones in Rebels were like around the same size as like the ones you saw at first. And then the big one comes out of the cave. You're like, oh. Yep, yep. Woke him up. You can't see Nemando's face, but you already know he probably had the whelp. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah, that, that look on his face. <clears throat> um, and then they, they, they try to run back to the Razor Crest, and then they're trying to take off or... You know, the entire time we're running down. back in a little like cave corridors and they're like about to get surrounded. I'm thinking to myself, why hasn't he used the flamethrower yet? Why hasn't he used the flamethrower yet? And, and then he, he does, and he uses it once and tries shooting him again. I'm like, the flamethrower works so well. Why don't you just use it? The yeah, have you ever played out? Halo, Dijon? Yeah. What's up? Kill the flood with those things. Um, and they make it back to the Razor Crash and then they're like, they're about to take off and another one of those big ones. Pops down on the ship, not letting it take off. Yeah, and it starts one of its sh- legs cracks the window. Yeah, in the it's like straight yeah. through there, and then it starts getting shot by something. And like I, I don't know who was with me, but they're like, "Oh, is it another man on it?" I'm like, "No, it's probably the. It sounds like an X-wing." And we go out there, and it's the pilots. They come to like kind of save them. I guess um, they were they were paying him back for capturing the prisoners that or capturing the people he was with. Even though he was wanted, he also helped them because sparing, they were wanted. Sparing the life of the yeah. one 
a Republic yeah. person on the ship. When... Yeah, wanting to spare the life. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then basically he takes off and continues his journey to that planet where the frog needs to get to. And uh, that, that's the end of the episode. Is this, so then episode three comes in. Oh, the craziness began. The heiress. <clears throat> okay, so. It went like. I thought it, it was. I thought it was really funny. He was coming into land. He was coming in too hot. It seems like he got under control at the last second. He's about to like touch down, and the razor crest like gives out and falls in the water. Yeah. Yeah, and the the dude that's sitting there waiting for him just kind of like turns his head and walks away. Um, this episode was my favorite of the entire series so far. Um, again, if you haven't watched it again, I'm about to give some super spoilers, so just do not listen to this if you have not watched the episode. But <clears throat> we they start out. Um, he asked one of the people there if they if they'd seen anybody like him and. Or no, it was a frog. The frog um, basically pointed to the cantina. The, 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 that was a part the of husband. the. That was a part of the agreement yeah, for yeah. the so, wife getting there. Was the husband yeah. knowing the location of the other Mandalorians? So he he took Baby Yoda, went into the cantina, and asked the bartender or whatever, "Hey, have you seen anybody like me?" And um, he goes, "Hold on a second. And he goes to tell someone else, and dude comes over. He's like, "Oh, you're looking for a Mandalorian." He goes, What yeah. species is that? The Moncal Uh Something like that. I'm not good with names. Well, then they're on the boat saying they're going to the Mandalorians, and then I forget what they're they're trying they're to like, feed. They're like, you, you ever seen you ever seen a what someone are, feed this monster? Or whatever yeah. the hell it was called. And they weren't even they weren't after the baby. They were after I think the his, Beskar. Yeah, they were after his Beskar. Yeah, so which, they they weren't like the like the bounty hunters from the first season trying to kill Baby Yoda, but. uh they were trying to capture the Mandalorian down there. and Yeah, we haven't seen a bounty hunter trying to get the Baby Yoda since the beginning of episode two. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the cutest little moment when the Mandalorian killed the two bounty hunters and the one Jawa was helping out and he had a, he had him like, he had Baby Yoda with a gun up against his head and he like, goes no and he said what do you want and he like gave him I think yeah. like the rocket pack. <laughs> and, then he... and Baby Yoda like ran up like a little kid. <laughs> um... Speaking of which, off topic, he's gotten a lot better at flying. Because oh, yeah. the last episode, last season, he could like barely get, do it. Yeah, barely get the hang of it, and now he's just yeah. And we saw it a lot in episode one of this season. A lot of episode three too. Yeah, a lot of episode three, and uh, to backtrack a little bit, when he was walking into that cantina on this new planet, um, I guess I can call it a cantina. Um, we get a glimpse of this this woman in like a robe. Everybody thought she was like a Jedi or something, but like. If you think about it, you if you if you actually like thought about it, you knew it just wasn't they weren't gonna do that. Yeah. Um, I fe- I thought it was gonna be like Sabine Wren or something. We've seen uh, we've seen we've seen Mandalorians and Rose before <clears throat> in seasons other than the Clone Wars. We did. They were also wearing the helmets, but it's fine. We didn't get to see the helmet though. It's just from yeah the back angle. But um, they he gets pushed into that that hole the cage with the monster that they were going to feed him yeah baby yoda's in his little pod and they kick him in there and the mandalorian jumps in to save him and they shut the cage and uh they're like stabbing at him trying to like get him to like go over the top of the cage 
then you just see bullets start flying in, and three Mandalorians come in and start kicking all their asses and killing them. Not and stuff. normal bullets. You hear the yellow. Yeah, you hear the yellow. You see the yellow blasters. And the yellow <clears throat> so then you start blasters. to freak out a little bit, and then you see a specific Mandalorian with blue armor with a nice little pattern on her helmet, and um, you can tell which is a woman's Mandalorian helmet and which is a, a man's because they got like the distinctive differences yeah. in the visor, <clears throat> and they. They go down and get Baby Yoda from the monster. One of them does. The, the the girl that you see earlier in the robes, you find out that that's her. She jumps in to go save Baby Yoda, comes out, gives gives him back, says thank you. And Bo-Katan is standing there. She takes off her helmet. And then Mandalorian gets back to his butt herself and goes, where'd you get that armor? And they they start like <coughs> having this little argument. And they're like, you're one of them. And he goes, "What are you talking about?" I'm a Mandalorian. He goes, "She's like, you're part of the Watch." So that's when we, that's when it was confirmed that he was he's a part of Death Watch. I thought, I thought season one when they literally came and got him as a child after his parents were murdered. People, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what was. I don't I don't know if it was ever confirmed. I, I, yeah, I guess that does confirm it because you kind of know what happens. To, like everybody figured, you don't really know what happens to Death Watch after Darth Maul. After the last, yeah, like after the Darth Maul takes over in the last Clone Wars seasons, and, and they all get hear, arrested, they yeah, all... you don't you don't hear very much about them. Um, but obviously, they're not like a terrorist organization anymore. Um, they're just another covert, but their their ancestors from like decades ago were murderers. Yep. Um, and he didn't know that. He he thought all all uh, all Mandalorians were the same. And she said that you're part of the Watch, and. They, I guess, it's part of their creed to not take off their helmets, but like other normal Mandalorians, other coverts, they all, they all take off their helmets like it's nothing, and um, so he he flies away because he's all pissed off because she she took off her helmet, and he gets confronted by like the dude that was killed on the ship that tried to try that tried to kill Mandalorian, his like brother, and like fifteen other of that species surround him. And that was funny because it looks like he was getting ready to take care of him by himself and then yeah. he came in to help. Yeah, and he like, seemed annoyed. He's probably thinking, I could have done that. Yeah, he's like, you killed my brother. And he's like, let me pass. And he goes, you killed my brother. And then you see Bo-Katan and her two, her two uh, people, Mandalorians, fly, land right behind him. She's like, no, I killed your brother. <laughs> and they just start killing all of them. And they're like, can, can we at least buy you a drink? So they go in the cantina and they start having their little conversation and um Bo-Katan this is like set like the end of Rebels is is past the series of Mandalorian because she talks about going back to Mandalore and becoming Queen of Mandalore and we see that in Rebels yep we see them go go back to Mandalore so Bo-Katan and her her I'm gonna call them henchmen (laughs) Uh, they they're on a mission to basically raid an empire ship and steal guns and weapons and whatever they can get so they can take it back to their people and when they're ready to take back Mandalore they will use those weapons against them. Yeah, and uh, Din <clears throat> was like surprised. He thought Mandalore was destroyed or like you mean completely Din, gone. Din Djarin. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. He was seems surprised. He goes Mandalore, like that's not a place anymore. And that just shows kind of how kind of out of loop the 
the, the watch is. Yeah, that the watch was when they were at the covert at the beginning of the series completely. People were making rumors that the armorer um, was part of Death Watch because of her helmet because it had the spikes. Mm-hmm. So it, it makes sense now that they were because it was like kind of like a Darth Maul thing. Um, so they he, he's still looking for a Jedi at this point. And they basically said, you know, how all the other episodes go, you help me with this, I'll give you information. So <clears throat> he agrees to go raid this ship, this Empire ship, and if they do successfully, and this whole this whole time Bo-Katan is trying to like take him in and join her covert rather than be Death Watch. Yep. And which, honestly, how the season plays out and him, you know, being like, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. He's on a he's he's he's, he's, he's altruistic. He's, for him being more altruistic recently, like giving back and being nice, you know, may, maybe maybe he'll maybe he will towards the end. But like towards that, the that's end, that's if he finds maybe a, like a safe landing place. I wouldn't say it has to be the Jedi because Armor said back to his kind. Yeah, but no, but no. she was she could have also been meaning the Jedi because he's used the Force. That's true. So like but I was again, hoping the, at the first only, the only kind we've seen of. Baby Yoda is Yoda and Yoda. Yodel. Yeah, or, Yoda. Is that her name? Yodel? The other the other Jedi master on the council. There was another Yoda species. Mm. One other one. People were thinking that it was her and Yoda's baby. Was she addicted to ketamine too? Probably. Um <clears throat> So Din Djarin, the Mandalorian, he agrees to help raid this Empire ship and, and he take nonchalantly drops baby yoda off with the uh the frogs the, yeah the frogs he's like here i need you to watch these. and as soon as he uh dropped them off baby yoda went up to the little tank where they're like breeding and i thought oh no he's, <laughs> he the mando's gonna come back and he's just gonna they're good they're, they're just gonna be gone he ate them all <laughs> no but thankfully that didn't happen they're just no. watching them babysitting them um, we get to see these four Mandalorians in action up against the man, uh, the the Empire ship, an entire ship, and like, full of like probably fifty stormtroopers and a couple officers, and um, I'm pretty sure the the main officer that we saw there. Have you ever seen the Hunger Games? I have. You know the the like the show host. He always he always he was always smiling and that was with him. the ponytail. I think that was him. that was the main officer, which I, I didn't realize speaking, till the end. I was like, which, damn. You've seen a uh, Longmire, right? Well, if those of you who watched Longmire, you'll notice that Bo-Katan was played by the same actress who played Vic Moretti. Guess what I found out today. What? That actress was also Bo-Katan's voice in Rebels and Clone Wars. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. That Unless unless I read wrong. I'm in a Star Wars group on Facebook, and it's... Look, look, look up Star Wars Stuff Podcast. They have a Facebook... Uh, group that I joined another reason why I kind of wanted to start a podcast in the first place but I'm in that group and one of them was talking about it and um, that's nuts yeah and she even looks like Bo-Katan like I, I they well, did really good well I've only watched her in a show where she has blonde hair for six seasons so for me seeing her with red hair I mean it was kind of different but yeah I had never seen her before so I was cool with it um anyway they, they basically they all there's a cool shot of them all flying up the ship takes off and you just see the Mandalorians fly over the camera in like a like a jet formation it was pretty cool it was like a diamond and they get there and there's a couple stormtroopers keeping watch out there and uh, one of them gets taken out yeah one of them was able to 
sound the alarm before he just gets mm-hmm. cut in half. Yeah, it was pretty cool. They brought so much firepower, meaning like they were so powerful with how they were shooting and killing and maneuvering. That's not even the best that part. That they thought that there was like ten or fifteen of them. Yeah, when they first made entrance into the ship, Okatan's like put put her pistol in her holster and pulled out the bayonet in her uh, right, I guess. Whatever you want to call that on her wrist. Her Assassin's Creed blade. Yeah, it was Assassin's Creed-esque. And then she, <laughs> she kills, like, four stormtroopers by herself with just a knife when she yeah. goes in. That was she, awesome. she, like, you know, right in the chest. And it was pretty uh, awesome seeing uh, the Mando fight alongside other Mandalorians. Because they, diff- they had the normal Mandalorian uh, handguns. Yeah. That shot the yellow blasters yeah. and made the sound that we all love to hear. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And they, they looked exactly how they did in Clone Wars and Rebels. They did the, so good. The thing about their armor was there's a scene in the ship where the Mandalorian uses Beskar to his advantage to uh, help them not get pinned down by throwing grenades. And he kept mm. getting hit mm. at least 15 times by stormtroopers. Yep. You didn't see... I don't think I saw... Like, I, I'm sure I'm wrong, but I, I don't think I saw any other Mandalorians get hit with their armor. No, they didn't. Just the Mando. It just shows how cool the Beskar looks and yeah. how effective it and is. And how effective it is, yeah. And... Um, but the fun, one of the funniest parts is when they're going into that cargo hold mm-hmm. and they shut the door and he's like, oh, we, we trapped him, sir. And he's like, where? In the cargo control room. And he goes, where? <laughs> and the cargo bay opens up and they all fly out. It was like one of those It was like one of those moments where like, repeat what you just said very slowly. <laughs> and it, yeah, it was awesome. And then uh, Moff Gideon ends up calling or they, they get a distress. That gave, me a, that gave me a... Uh, a resemblance to the Clone Wars episode where Ahsoka saw Darth Maul calling in to whatever planet she was on with oh, the, the waste the, of... With the pikes and stuff? With the pikes and the waste of the stupid sisters. Yeah. That came, came, gave me the kind sign of... Res- Blah, I can't talk today. The same resemblance. Yeah. With Moff Gideon calling in and saying like, oh, well, oh, so they're, they're there? You're dead now. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Like, hangs up. Basically. Yeah, um... The, the main officer, I, I don't think we ever got his name, but um, he was like, we need immediate uh, reinforcements. Like, we're going to get taken over. And he was he was like, how far have they gotten in the cargo hold? And he was like, oh, well, I can't help you. <laughs> Sorry. And he's like, you know what you have to do? Long live the Empire. So he's like, long live the Empire, and shoots both of his pilots. And he gets in the the driver's seat and starts doing a little plunge. Yeah, a little kamikaze. He's trying to do a, yeah, he's trying to do a little like nose dive into the ocean and kill them all. And thankfully, the Mandalorians get in there in time. And, uh, and then Bo-Katan starts uh, like, interrogating him. Yeah, and then... Mandalorian and the other girl, the other Mandalorian girl that we see at the beginning, them two pilot the ship and make it keep it from yeah, level it off. Yeah, really. Of then Bo-Katan's over here. Time. Yeah, and then Bo-Katan's over here pushing this officer against the wall, saying. I know you have it. Where is it at? And we were like, what is she talking about? And then she goes, the dark saber. That's why I was like, I was like, oh. I was like, I was like, okay, this is what they're, they're like tying rebels and this together so freaking well. Cause she was wanting, wanting it then too. And I don't know what he ate. He said something and then he was, took like a sideline. Yeah. It, it like electrocuted everything and, and killed him. Yeah. 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 And she was like, now, do you think, when when he said you like where's it at, and he was like you know if you if I'm not telling you, like do you think that he was talking about Darth Maul or Moff Gideon? 
I think Lafayette. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking so too, but then like my thoughts got the. Be- I don't think the the storyline lines up to where it could be Darth Maul because I think he already. Yeah, yeah he's already dead. Is he in Rebels? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. Any anyway, um, I had a brain fart at at, at that time. Well, it could make sense though. That I mean, it's not confirmed that he's dead. Like it wasn't huge galactic yeah. news across the galaxy. It's pretty confusing, like how the I years mean, line it up. Was, I, I guess Ezra maybe knew, but then and Ezra left before Obi Wan, Darth Maul, ruled again. Yeah. So I mean, it, I guess that wouldn't be galactic news because I'm sure Obi Wan gave him like a. A, like a private, I'm gonna say private death, but like just buried him. Like I read something. This is how this is how much of a genius Dave Filoni is. When he was making that fight scene, originally it was just gonna be one smooth blow and Darth Maul died, but he wanted to basically resemble Qui Gon and have a full circle like like coming coming of age thing or like a yeah Darth Maul tried tried using the same uh, headbutt. Mm-hmm. Type. Yeah, I've I've seen that. Yeah, before. and he he was like. It would it would just make sense that Obi Wan goes from his pose to Qui Gon's to resemble that, and then Darth Maul would think that he's gonna do the exact same thing that Qui Gon did, make the same mistake, but in reality Obi Wan was trying to trick him, and he did, and um, when he tried to do the like the little like lightsaber bump to his face, he just sliced right. If you've seen Rebels, you know what we're talking about. Um, so, like he was saying before, the officer that Bo-Katan was interrogating, he took, like, a cyanide pill that kind of electrocuted him to death. And um, she was like, are you sure you don't want to come with us? We're like, we're taking the whole ship. <laughs> and he was like, no, I have something I need to do. Um, she, so she's like, ah, oh, well, a deal's a deal. Go find Sokotano. And I'm like, oh! Yeah, she was like, go to the planet of this, and you will find a Sokotano. And I was ah, dude... When she said you'll find a Jedi by the name of, I was like guessing like, who could it be? Because I knew like I heard Ahsoka. I didn't think Ahsoka was gonna make an entrance like that that easily. Yeah. I was like, I was like yes, yes. It just goes to show. I I hope in the future that I know I know the Mandalorian has four seasons signed on for, but I want John Favreau and Dave Filoni to create a Star Wars movie. I want them to be the direct, the main directors, because they are geniuses. Yep. They know exactly what they're doing. They're not being politically correct. They're being, they're, they're, just making Star Wars, and they're doing, you know, what fans want. You know, they're not just doing what they think the fans want. You know. Yeah. Who cares about diversity when the Mandalorian doesn't take off his helmet except for one scene? Yeah. The entire show. Yeah. We won't, we won't get into that conversation. That's for another time. Well, that's but, just that's just the sequel's curse, I guess. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that with them because I I refuse to think they're canon. I, I think they are the biggest like I don't say Star Wars nerds, but like Star Wars enthusiasts that could be in charge of this yeah. entire thing. Yeah. Awesome people. Wish I could meet him. But what do you think is gonna happen in the next episode? Do you think he's gonna meet Ahsoka next episode? At the very end, it's probably gonna be another stupid filler episode because the ship, the Razor Crest, is still messed up. Yeah, episode. Yeah, but those are able to fly. Yeah, I think so. We're gonna see Boba Fett again. We have to. We have to see Boba again. I don't know how Boba would get off Tatooine. I don't know either. They, they they're probably gonna end up back on Tatooine. So she so that one chick could fix the ship. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he'll go back to Tatooine. But no, at the end of the episode, he said he was like, 
en route to where Ahsoka is. So it's, hopefully, hopefully some maybe no bumps maybe not this road. episode. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there's no bumps in the road but like there usually is. But he's but, probably gonna go back there eventually. Yeah, we gotta see Boba Fett again. I think we're gonna see Ahsoka next episode. Um, last week I stayed up till three a.m. I'll probably end up doing the same thing. Oh crap! I have a wedding, so I'm gonna have to watch it like when I get down to Tennessee, <laughs> or stay up like that late and then wake up two hours later and drive down. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I'll watch it eventually. But um, yeah, that's that's all we got today. Yeah. We just wanted to get all of, we wanted to talk about the Mandalorian for so long, and we're happy we finally got to. It wasn't hard to convince Chase to bring it back, so. I, I was I was actually not going to bring um, the podcast back because um, I didn't think there was a point. It had been too long, and then Josh was like, "Mom, let's do it. Let's just let's just do like two or three episodes. Let's review the Mandalorian and be done." So, depending on what feedback we get and how much you guys enjoy it, or you know, if we want to do it when I get back from basic, then. We'll, we'll keep it we'll keep it going uh, I'll, but, I'll be a I'll be a lieutenant by then so mm-hmm. we'll have to yeah see how that goes yeah good luck but anyway do you have anything else absolutely not I'm excited to see where the season goes I'm excited to see where everything goes in the future years of Star Wars in general now that the, we're kind of over the hump of is the Mandalorian season 2 gonna be any good we definitely know it is yeah I, I had no doubts um but yeah I don't I don't have anything else as well uh as always, ladies and gentlemen, um, share this podcast. It's on like seven different pla- platforms, all the main ones like Google, Spotify, Apple. It's on all those. Uh, share this podcast. Tell your Star Wars loving friends, family, girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever you're into. And just help us grow. All right? <laughs> if, if we grow, we make more podcast episodes. We make more podcast episodes. You know, it gives you something to listen to when you're in the car. Okay? With that being said, thank you for listening to this week's podcast, and may the Force be with you.